You guys, we have a big day today. It's Spider-Man Far From Home. Final film in phase phase three three. of Marvel. If you uh, haven't been following us along on uh, on our Patreon, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. We've been watching all the movies live. And uh, and then this is our we watched this one together. Now we're coming to it was a little bit of a shit roller coaster. Not to not to get into it too early. But but you guys have seen. uh, Yeah. Are we talking about the movie or just our lives? Uh, Well, both. Both, both, both. (laughs) I'm mainly referring, by the way, you guys, last night at the Comedy Store, uh, an incredible thing happened. Oh, it was so great. I I was supposed to bring up Don Barris in the main room, and he was running late. Yes. So they threw up Jessica Michelle, and I didn't know it was going to be her. And then from behind the curtain, I, I asked, once I finished my set, I asked the sound guy in the main room, I was like, am I bringing up Don? And they're like, no. And then from behind the curtain, I hear JMS go, it's your worst nightmare. <laughs> and then I got to bring her up. And you guys, when she came out. I lifted Nicole. I picked her up. For those of you watching live on Patreon, I picked her up like this, like with my arms, her legs around me, around- facing me and did like a fake. Baby picked me up. Fuck, and then fuck fa- her. And baby picked me up and then fucked me. Um, that's weird. But like superhuman strength. Because so yeah, yeah. for those of you who watch the podcast, you know, or you see us on social media, you've seen us in person. Nicole is much taller than I am. I am. A, I am. A, I am significantly bigger and than her. And is she skinny, skinnier than me in terms of body mass and weight? Probably. But still, I should not have been I'm, with ease. I'm I 145 her. pounds right she now. She is 145 ripped. pounds and five nine. So it's like yeah. you're getting that's a, pure muscle and a little weird, bit of diarrhea. And uh, that's actually majority, majority. diarrhea. D- diarrhea weighs more than fat. Though. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> How terribly wrong that whole incident could have gone. What if I picked you up and fucked you and you just shit your <laughs> pants? Oh my god! And, luckily, last night I was having a good, good, good uh, GI night, so I that wouldn't have happened. But on any other night, could have gone, could have gone a whole other way. And then after she put me down, I took her, turned her around, bent her over the stool, stool that is on the stage, and butt fucked her. I I air butt fucked her, and um, a lot of the crowd left. I'm not gonna lie to you uh, guys. Um, <laughs> they were already on their way out. They were already on their way out. It, at that point in the night, it's it's super late. They've been there. People since, just give up. What time does that show start? Nine a.m. Yes, nine a.m. It starts bright I mean, and early in the morning. Goes all day, eight p.m. That one starts at eight p.m. It starts at eight. So oh, yeah. by this they've, time, they've it's like there. after ten. They're yeah, exhausted. they've been there for three hours. It's just at that when point. you're the last. I would say four, three or four comedians. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. People yeah. just get up and go. People are like, I could also have something to do with you, but like, you can't take it personally. Yeah. if people just leave. I mean, if Joe Rogan walked in last, everybody would sit their fucking asses back down. If um, only they could go like, and maybe Joe Rogan. I'd be like, I, I should have been Guess like, and right today. now, Joe Rogan's coming to the stage. And then Jess comes out and picks me up. And they'd be like, well, she's as tall as Joe Rogan. Oh my God. And far less flexible. Did you hear he could suck his own dick? What? There was a news report, which doesn't surprise me. Ever seen him do the splits? I've seen him do the splits in the comedy store office. He's so flexible. Apparently, uh, sometimes- I, all I read was a headline. So this could it could have literally been like an Onion article. And I have no idea because it's Joe Rogan. It said that he's he said he could suck his own dick. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, I've always found Joe Rogan very attractive and he just oh, got he's hot. Way more attractive. 
any man who can suck his own dick. That's kind of hot. It's First also all, like you're that limber. That- Second of all, you've, your dick's big enough that you can even get it close to your face. Yeah, and that says a lot because he's got like a stocky fucking he's thick upper. In the mid. He's yeah, thick so that's got to be yeah, a pretty yeah. big schlong or just crazy flexibility. I can't imagine what's someone your, being that. What's thick. your favorite funny name for a penis? I mean, dingling comes to mind. Dingling. But there's got to be a better one. I don't know. Schlong. Schlong is pretty fun for Schlong me. is a good When one. I said it, it just made me happy. It's a to strong say it. one. Schlong is strong. Schlong is strong. Um, if you are if you are uh, in our Patreon, you are here probably for the live recording of this because you wouldn't miss it for the world. Never. Um, and if you're not, uh, you know, guys, we're, we're, we're going to be taking a hiatus. But at some point in this episode, we are going to make a fun announcement. So stay tuned. But Yeah. Um, oh, we're not doing it up top. Do you want to do it right now? <laughs> I think we should do it up top. Let's do it right now. Okay, right. So listen, we're taking a hiatus for everyone for the holidays. After not this episode, there will be one more phase three wrap up. If you're listening to this, not, you know, live on the Patreon. And then we're going to stop for Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We just fucking need a break. You guys have seen how it's gotten wonky on the releases. We have too much on our plate. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like, do we just take a long hiatus until whenever? What do we do? We're phase three and there's a whole phase four. Mm-hmm. Of Marvel out there, they're like, we are excited to see. Yeah, I will be watching. We're it. too invested. Yes. So what we are going to do is we're going to do all of Phase Four exclusively on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be part of the movie watches, you want to hear the episodes on Phase Four, you have got to come over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Two Filthy Nerds. Yes, we are doing it. The the we've got our. Our hardcore supporters over there. It's not going to be... I mean, obviously, you guys know this from the last couple of weeks on this. It's not going to be this efficient machine we had when we were in quarantine and had nothing else to do where it's this many a week to two a week. It's going to go at our own pace and we're going to do the best we can to, like, you know, keep it semi-regular. You but guys will get your money's worth. Yes. So come over because it's like, let's just fucking... It's such a cool crew. We always have a great chat going. We've got a good chat going on, going now. Uh... Yeah, so it's like we're going to hang with the crew. You can come be part of the nerd herd. It's fun. And if you join now or in January, you get the invite to our fucking trip to Universal Studios. Oh, my God. We're not telling you when, but it will be. You guys, you have I, to join by January I have now. never been more excited we about are, something in my life. We are officially in the buying tickets, buying flights phase. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's happening. Yeah, I fucking. We're getting shirts. We're going in. We're getting fast passes, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a luxury experience at Universal Studios. I'm gonna be losing my fucking mind. Mind you guys, Jess has been there before. How many times have you been there? Oh, I I'm probably oh. the fact that you have to think to count is the crazy part. You know what? It feels like a lot, but I think they're just so it's such magical experiences. Really, probably somewhere between five and seven. Yeah. Uh I've never been. Like you guys, you guys experienced me reading the book for the first time. Yeah. And let me tell you, by the way, when I say five and seven, I am not from a family that like goes on family vacations or went on family vacations. My dad, when he left, moved to Florida. And then I will say the one like good thing he had divorced, like when we'd visit, he had divorced dad guilt. Mm-hmm. And he so would take it was, you like, to Universal. Parks. But yeah. So my dad loved roller coasters. It's why I wanted to be a roller coaster engineer. But, uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, you wanted to be a roller coaster engineer? Oh, yeah. My first, the degree I was working towards was mechanical engineering in college. I was going to be a roller coaster engineer. My roommate's dad was the CFO of the Imagineers. I I was like, I had a, an in. And then I was like, I want to be a comedian. And I did finish with public relations because <laughs> I didn't want to have to think. This is 
amazing. Yeah. Did you ever go to Cedar Point in Ohio? No, I want to so bad. Holy shit. I still need to go to Magic Mountain. I've never been to Magic Mountain either. Yeah, we should go. Let's just fucking go one day. All right, let's do it. Like, what's, I mean, should, we, we, we have a pretty fucking free, free schedule during the week. It's like, you know, we could pick a weekday and go. For sure. Someone in our chat, Michael, he's saying he loves roller coasters. I don't know if you have been to Universal Studios, Florida, Michael, but I would say Incredible Hulk is, you know what? I'm just going to say it is my favorite roller coaster in the whole world. The Incredible Hulk. Really? Yeah. There's a part on the roller coaster that as a kid, I envisioned for a roller. Am I accusing? The engineers at Universal Studios of stealing my idea? Not outwardly, but they might have stolen they the might idea. Have. They might have plucked an idea from my head when I was they six years old. absolutely could have. Technology's crazy. But there's a part on it that, like, I always thought would be really cool on a roller coaster. Because me and my brother used to do, like, Roller Coaster Tycoon and, like, just try to, like, design, come up with ideas for them. And when I, when I first saw The Incredible Hulk, when they, like, were like, oh, my God, this is this new roller coaster, I lost my fucking mind. What does it do? It's, it's like a... I don't know what, it's like a cobra head loop. So when you come out, you go, you basically come up like you're going to go upside down, but then it like twists this way and then you twist again. So it's sort of like this, like a lip. Twist. Like there's no way for me to, ex- I don't know how to explain it otherwise, but it's like, it's like back, down. You go like upwards. It's like you go up and then down, but it's got like a twist to go. Oh. I can't explain it, but you're going to fucking ride it. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to shit your pants in the Marvel area of Universal oh, Studios. Oh my God. You guys, I'm actually not going to eat anything the oh, day we're before. Oh, we're going to have to, you know what? I bet. Just so, just so I can go fucking hard on whatever snacks they have there. Yeah. I wonder if we should look up ahead of time where to get snacks that fit your Oh, I'll, I'll get sick that day. <laughs> I'll go, we're I'll, all going to get so sick. We're going to drink butter beer in fucking Hogsmeade. Are you kidding? Oh. It's magical. We have spent the entire first portion of this episode. Let's just keep talking yeah. about this. We'll start Spider-Man in the next the next part of it. What are you uh, most excited for? Um, oh, God. I mean, Hogsmeade, Diagon Alley. Yeah. You get Diagon both. Alley the most. This is why we decided to go to Orlando because you get the full fucking experience. Um, like I was the, uh, I had a friend in town with her kids and she was like, we're going to go to Universal Studios here in LA. Yeah. And I was like, oh, perfect. I haven't been there yet. And then I was like, I feel like I want to wait. So it's all a full surprise. So whatever happens in Florida is like my my first, first experience. Exposure. Yeah. I, this Universal is fun and I would go with you again sometime here. Yeah. But I think that's the right move because yeah. your head's going to be blown. And I think it's better to just come in with nothing mm-hmm. than go like, oh, a better version of what I already saw. Because like, dude, my head exploded when I found out you could, have we covered this? Am I allowed to say this? I'm saying it. So there's two parks. We're getting two park passes and one... Uh, and we're getting the fast pass that gets you on every ride once. We're not doing the Express Express, but because it's like, this is the only time so many so many people who are coming are going to do this. We want to have like full experience. Yeah. Yes, there is a Krusty Burger in the Simpsons land, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and so when you go into Universal Studios instead of Islands of Adventure, mm-hmm. that's Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. And you have the two-part pass and that's mm-hmm. a ticket that you can use to get on the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. Express. And it takes you over to the other park, you get out and you're in Hogsmeade. How I'll fucking shit, I will and you can see Hogwarts. It's crazy. It's I'm I, I will be honest, I will more than likely cry. Yeah. I will I will probably cry while I'm there because I'll be so excited. And you can get interactive wands. Oh, we are a thousand percent getting interactive wands. Prepare for those if you're a patron. I think they're like fifty or sixty bucks if you want the interactive, but it's pretty cool. You can make shit around the like 
yeah, around yeah. the park. Do I stuff. mean, I am 100% getting one. So if you're going to be with us and you don't want to splurge for it, I will be splurging for it. Yeah. So you can just, you know, where Observe. you're going to be there with, with me while I'm losing my fucking mind. Yeah. We still haven't figured out if we're, what the shirts are going to be or if we do like, maybe we'll make a shirt, but give people the option to do different house colors. Yeah. Whatever. But we're all going to do like shirts. And if you're a tier two patron or higher, we are covering your shirt. Or we maybe will do Who's Your God Daddy shirts. I yeah. don't know. It's but, either Who's Your God Daddy shirts, house t-shirts, or uh, you, like you dress up in a full costume. Yeah, that, wear a robe. That could get fucking sweaty, though. Yeah. Although, if it's a thin robe, and you're, <laughs> if people are just butt naked under their robe, and we're like, <laughs> the wind blows, and we all get thrown out. Like, why did you, who are all these men who are butt naked under robes? And like, I didn't, they didn't, I said to wear the robe, I didn't really give more, I don't know. Is <laughs> they were just following instructions. <laughs> what are you excited to see again that you? Ah, uh, you know, seen what? it all. Incredible Hulk's definitely great. Um, I'm excited to be part of. I mean, I could spend all day. This is the thing. I could spend all day in Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley and see none of the rest of the park and have such a great day. Yeah. So I'm excited to experience that, but also with a bunch of people who have never been there. After we've all went through this, like. We went through this journey together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all read or reread Harry Potter. Yeah. And so that's going to be so magical. But there's also such fun. It is. Ma- we were talking about this earlier. Like we were lucky enough to go through this extremely traumatic world event. You know, reading Harry Potter. You know, we had this really amazing thing to like help us keep our fucking selves from losing our minds. I mean, we did lose our minds. But yeah. And our dads. But uh <laughs> Good Lord. What it like, I can't imagine what it would have been like going through COVID without, you know, these books, uh, you, our patrons. The group. Yeah. It's like, oh, we had something to keep looking forward to. Like we're bonded forever. Yeah. It's it's magical. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for the patrons. I'm grateful to JK Rowling. And if somebody takes that as a soundbite and I don't give a fuck. Context, Go, I don't take, give a take fuck. it as a soundbite. We're grateful to JK Rowling. She made she's an amazing. incredible franchise. Did she, did she say dumb shit? Sure. But she's, she wrote the greatest fucking series. As far I've as ever I'm read concerned, she has paid her penance yeah. by writing this series. She wrote something that all those kids, even kids who are trans now, she probably helped a lot of people through life. Yeah, that was such a crucial part of my childhood that like made, I mean, it's the same thing. I, like not, it's not in the same way, but the way that we used it to, you know, ha- find joy in a time that was hard with, you know, COVID and quarantine. That's really like where that came in. I had just moved to Alaska. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that many friends. I was allergic to cold weather. <laughs> she came through in a big way for me. Wow. <laughs> Listen, you guys, we got to take a break. And we will be back and we will get immediately into Spider-Man Far From Home. Woo woo! And we're back. All right. Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Let's let the bitching begin. Okay. First of all, the CGI on this movie was so fucking bad. Honestly, what studio did this? They should be embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Was this Sony or was this someone in the chat? Let us know. Someone in the chat. Columbia, Sony. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. How awful. Like, how are you the latest movie in this phase with the worst possible graphics? Yeah, this was 2019. Like, that is 2019. This should have been epic. 
Yeah. And it was so poorly done where I was like, did they, did someone cut their budget? Did they cut corners because they were lazy? Did they just take for granted? Like, well, it's Spider-Man. Everyone's going to come anyway. It fucking. It was awkward. It was awkward. It was weird. And it, it made me immediately disconnect. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause like, I still loved all the characters, like all the people that we're used to seeing Ned. He's great. Uh, it starts in uh, in Mexico, where there's a weird storm going on. Uh, they encounter what they call Earth Elemental. Quentin Beck. So basically, here's what happens. There's some sort of weird storm we've never seen. And by the way, just to corroborate, everyone in the chat is also agreeing with us. And by everyone, I mean, yeah, did only one person say they kind of hated this movie? But that's key right now. If you um, saw this movie, if you, if you began Spider-Man Far From Home, and saw the CGI and were like, this is great. You're a fucking idiot. You're a or trash, you came here dumb in a time idiot. machine and this is the first thing you yeah. saw from like 1952. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're from 1952, this blew your fucking mind uh, and that's it. I'm just thinking of like, because I, obviously we love all these movies, but there were people who lined up who are like Spider-Man stands that were fucking- I feel bad for them. Here. And like the potential this movie had versus the execution- Oh, yes. Bummer. Also agreed with the Jake Gyllenhaal story was way off. Somebody just said that chat. We're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, we, so. we, right before we, uh, we started, Jess and I were sitting on my couch bitching about Jake Gyllenhaal's storyline because it just, we'll get to it. Doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. It's fucking stupid. But so we meet, we meet Quentin Beck, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal, who's fighting. Uh, Who this, allegedly this, showed up to fight this elemental. This elemental earth storm. Uh, it's like a storm we've never seen before, but but it's got, uh, you know, someone's like, oh, they said they saw a face and it's fucking, it's weird. There was it's a storm a, with a face. There was a, yeah, it was a storm with a face and they had referenced that they had just met another storm before. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, it they, was some sort of like earth storm and then established very little. It just, there was this man with a bubble helmet who looked, it was just, it was a caricature of a superhero. Yeah, it looks And it was like, really bad. It looks like Sunday morning cartoon hero. Yeah, which like would make sense if this franchise had been... So, you know, like the older Batmans where it was very comic booky, the Penguin and like these... But it, like it hasn't been like that thus no, far. No, not at all. So this Every felt so out of Every superhero has been very grounded. Yeah. And not a weird caricature of like a superhero who has a bubble helmet that looks like part superhero, part astronaut, part... It reminded me of that little, which is the, the little alien on, is it on Flintstones? What's the little green alien? It can't be Flintstones. Isn't it? It's not no. Jetsons though. It's like some show where a little green alien comes down. With a little bubble helmet. Doesn't he have a little bu- bubble helmet? Maybe there's I don't somebody. Know. Someone else, let us know in the chat. Anywho. So then we immediately bounce away from that. Not having nearly enough context as to what the fuck like is going on. What the on. fuck happened? I'm like, all right, well, there's. The great kazoo. Yes, that's what it is. Thank you, Andre in the Patron chat, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. So we go back to New York now and we're at we're at the school where Peter Parker is. Yeah. So um, this is little context. This is all right after people came back from the snap. So, so people are restarting the their blip. year. The blip. That's right. That was about eight months ago. I love that they open on the the news, the two people sort yeah, of the, being like who is that girl? She's great. That little blonde girl. I don't know. There were such side characters, but they sort of established this like, oh, we all had to start the year over. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Very like high you know, school. The blip. They were talking about who made who came back after the blip and who was oh, and there everyone before. came back the same. Everyone came back the same they had been when they blipped away, but everyone else got older. Which you know what else didn't pay off? Yeah. Is that the so so Peter Parker has a crush on Mary Jane. Uh-huh. 
And there's this other guy that has a crush on her. Yeah. And early on, they're like, how come everyone else who came back is thin and he's jacked? And that never, there was no payoff. Yeah, that. there was never, there was never an explanation. Or Which anything, fucking pisses me off. Yeah, that was really fucking annoying. Um, there, I felt like there were a lot of storylines that were just like kind of being like shoved in our face uh, yeah. that never really like amounted to anything. Um, and then all of a sudden there, there, there's a school field trip, a two week summer field trip to Europe. Which where? What? On what fucking, fucking planet? Are you? What? I, I went to a really fucking nice private school. We didn't have a two week trip, a summer. You trip know what? I will Europe. say my middle school fringe class had an option. I couldn't fucking afford it. It was a 10 day trip to France. And I didn't get to go because I was fucking poor. But like. That's crazy. I've I've that's... And also for science, that makes no sense. Yeah, that makes They were absolutely... going to Rome for science. Yeah, and it like, was like put this, them in a fucking art class, you The dipshits. same nerdy, nerdy group of science kids going to Europe. Yeah, yeah. You, you uh, know yes. they go? You go to fucking NASA. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah. No space. The camp. chemistry of Venetian opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you the, fucking You don't know what? Let's learn let's look at the chemistry of the water in Venice. And by the way, we'll get into that once we get to the, the Venice scene, but Gross. So Peter Parker's bum. He's like still sad about Tony Stark, but he's like, all right, I'm going to go on this trip. And he's going to confess his crush to MJ. He's like, which also, what? I guess that other girl moved away who had the villain dad yeah. in the last movie. But all of a sudden, like, MJ. Also, this was just pointed out in the in the chat. Um, in the previous movie, MJ was sort of like the weird school outcast. Yeah. And now she's the hot girl. How? What? Well, you know, she took her glasses off. Isn't that how it usually works? That's don't you, so funny. Don't you just become the hot girl when you take your glasses off? I don't know. It's Let's so... find out. I'm taking Nicole's glasses off now. Ugh. Oh, my Ugh. God. Who is your eye? Just Google. Ah. <laughs> uh. So we're, they we're do. Uh, Aunt May is throwing a fundraiser for the homeless. And Happy, you know. Shows up. Happy Hogan, who we find out is uh, got got something maybe going on with uh, Aunt May. Yeah. He's you, you definitely know, it doesn't, it's not established at this point, but, but there's, there's a vibe. There's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells Peter Parker, Hey, listen, Fury's going to be reaching out to you. And immediately Peter Parker's phone rings. And it's of course Fury. And he fucking ignores the call. And he's like, are you ghosting? Yeah. He's on like, Fury. You no one ghosts on Fury. That's fucking wild. Yeah, wild. Uh, anyways. So, uh, he doesn't want to talk to him and that's about it. And then they head off to Venice. Yeah. Him and all his friends who are going on a, European tour for some fucking reason for science. Head to Venice. Head to Venice and establish that Brad, the guy, we, the were guy we were talking about, about. Who, who who somehow got hot yeah. with, uh, without I really thought that was going to pay off. Like, that's a seed. There was no need for them to say that. He could have just been the hot Are guy. there any um in our in our Patreon? Are, was that anybody? supposed to be something? Does anyone know? Like that? Was because something they very out? specifically pointed out yeah. how come everyone else came back to, from the snap the same, but he's all jacked. Yeah, all of a sudden, this guy's got this uh, huge crush on MJ too. Um, and it seems like he's doing well with her. But yet, she stills kind of, you, you catch the moments where she's like, Peter. Yeah, she clearly know? has a little crush on Peter too. So they're in Venice and all of a sudden... Now, instead of an earth elemental, these things are called elementals, these monsters that are made from nature. There's a water elemental, which is a In Venice, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So it's, it's whooshing up the water in Venice. Which is like what will eventually happen anyway. Yeah. And Venice water, you guys, is putrid. Oof. It's just... It's toilet bowl water. It's disgusting. It's, I want to go back, though. I love it so much. Does it smell terrible? 
I didn't notice, but you know me. You don't. You can't my, smell shit. I can't smell. I mean, it's like, have you ever been to the Venetian in Las Vegas? No. My aunts describe that as just like Venice, but with less bird shit. Oh. It's covered in bird shit. And there are so many tourist vendors. Like mm-hmm. you can't go five steps without someone being like, buy this, buy that. It's a little annoying. Ugh. But when you- There's when gotta, they have to have some rules against that. I mean, I understand it's a tourist town that runs on tourist money, but like way to fucking ruin the place. Yeah. But when you, if you like go for a walk at night when everything's like kind of calmed mm-hmm. down, all the tourist people are gone. Oh. It's amazing. Just through the streets. You can like see, go over the canals. I could imagine that during COVID, it was probably one of the most magical places on earth. I bet everybody who's like from Venice was like, oh, finally, finally no tourists. Fucking peace. But at the same time, died. they were like, we have no money. Come back. Yeah. Oh, mamma mia. Uh, mamma broca. <laughs> um, okay. So this fucking monster comes out. Destro- starts destroying Venice. And, and then Beck, Quentin Beck, Jake Gyllenhaal again arrives. Thank God he's he's there to cull this monster. We find out he's not from around here. He's from a different planet. Basically establishes that there's a multiverse. So he's from a different reality. A different reality. Our reality, uh, but another reality. Like another version. It's a, He basically establishes that there's a multiverse. Yeah. Which now I'm like that. The, the, he establishes a multiverse, and that his his um he already saved his verse from. No, he couldn't save his. Verse. Oh, he couldn't save his, his verse. whole family died, so he doesn't want to let that happen to another to this verse. Okay, universe. It's like okay, so, so he's, now he's got a vendetta. So that is the backstory that they have painted for this supposed uh, new hero in the uh, yeah that his family was killed by uh, the weather elementals. monsters. Weather monsters, and now he is. D- not going to la- allow that to happen to another place. Then Fury finally shows up. Oh, he just pops up. And he's like, uh, were you ghosting me? And Peter yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to you. I don't know. Uh, and he gives him Stark's glasses. And we all know Stark's glasses, those hot glasses that daddy always wore. Oh, they look so good. And he's like, these were left for you. And then he made them, uh, he equipped them with uh, our special artificial intelli- intelligence, Edith. Edith. Uh, so when um, Peter Parker puts them on, he's the only one who can like start it up. Yeah, he can be like, hey, Edith. And it has access to all of Stark Industries. It's um, basically like you're he's bestowing upon him the duty of being the next Tony Stark. Yeah. Essentially to a 17 year old mm-hmm. who just got back from the blip. Yeah. And doesn't even have the courage to talk to the girl he likes. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give him all the power in the world. Um He's like, uh, uh, Peter Parker tries to be like, I don't, I don't want it. That's too much. I don't fucking. He's like, I just want to be a kid in class. And he's like, all right. Yeah. And Fury, as Fury does, does not give up. Uh, and he they uses find his out, influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses his influence because the the next, they know that the next elemental is coming and the fire elemental, it's the fire elemental. It's going to be in Prague. It's going to be in Prague. So Fury <laughs> uh, redirects the school trip. He gives them like, all of a sudden, the school trip leaders, which is JB Smoove and this other guy. Oh, uh, fucking, what is his name? Bill from Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks, oh, God, yeah. He's so hot. He is like, he's like, oh my God, we just randomly won a trip to Prague. We get a free bus, a free tour, like all this free Yeah, shit. they just get redirected and they're European tour. And like, isn't this exciting? And like, it's like, a, okay. So he wants to force Spider-Man to be there where a fire elemental is going yeah. to appear. They're headed there. And guess what happens? The fire elemental appears. As it was supposed to do. And Beck shows up again like he always does. But this time, it like Peter Parker ends up jumping in. because Peter Parker ends up helping in because when they're in Prague, 
there is a uh, there's this like festival, uh, uh, a carnival going on. Oh, yeah. And in order to get his friends away from the fire elemental, he's like, you know, you need to distract my friends. And they take them to the opera. They randomly get tickets to the opera. Obviously, Fury set those up. Oh, free tickets to the opera. Instead of going to the carnival and all the kids are pissed. for operas. It's so funny. Like, so for those who don't know, like in, it's especially in, mostly in New York. But there's people who bark. They're called barkers. And they like try to get you to get tickets to a comedy show. Yeah. Like they're like free tickets to a comedy Literally show. Literally in the streets. And walking that's, around. They get spots for doing that, which yeah. is insane to me. If you can bark in the most people, you get the best spot. Yeah. It's that's like bringer comedy, but fair. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you got people here. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, I mean, they straight up lie to you about the types of comics you'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah. You're like, you're like, you're gonna see comics from from Comedy Central. It's I remember like, somebody tried to bark me and they're like, do you like D- Daniel Tosh? And I was like, look, I'm on this show. Yeah, yeah. And I, and this was like 2014, I was like, and I am the biggest person on this show. Uh-huh. And I am literally nobody. Yeah. And S- you're saying Daniel don't Tosh. Don't fucking, I don't want an audience full of people who are waiting for Daniel Tosh to show up. Are you out of your fucking mind? They're going to be pissed. Anywho, um, they go to the opera and- the a, pup, a couple of people sneak out of the opera. MJ sneaks out of the opera. Yeah. Which is Ned an important and thing. And then girlfriend. Ned and his new girlfriend. And Ned and his new girlfriend go on this carousel. They get stuck on the carousel. And then Peter and Beck end up saving them from the fire elemental. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, I did like when uh, he's he's wearing like all black. Yeah, they called him. Uh, and someone's like, is that oh, the girlfriend? I don't remember her name. Ned's girlfriend. Yeah. They like connected on the plane on the plane. Ned's over. girlfriend is like, is that is that Superman? Spider-Man? Or Spider-Man? And he's, he's like, like, no, no. It's, uh, it's Night Monkey. Night Monkey. And she's screaming him. at him. She's like, Night Monkey. Night Monkey, help us. Uh, so they they finally defeat him. And Fury and Hill show up and they invite Parker and Beck. Yeah. Oh, one thing that happens is when they're defeating the guy, this thing kind of like flies through the air and lands at MJ's feet. And it's this piece of metal or whatever. And MJ actually picks it up and takes it. Yeah. Because she's just like, okay, cool. This is something we should keep this, whatever. That's important to know. Um, so Fury Hill. I think she also followed Peter because she's suspicious of him. Oh, yeah. She was how she ended up there. Oh, and Peter had been like hardcore flirting with her at the opera. And then leaves. And then leaves. Like they were kind of going to the opera together. And then he's like, I'll be right back. Uh, So Fury and Hill bring Parker and back to Berlin because they're like, oh, we want to form a new superhero team. Yadia, you know, trying to fucking re avenge Mm -hmm. or whatever. And Peter Parker really likes this fucking elemental fighting Beck guy. And because Parker doesn't want the responsibility of being the next Tony Stark, he decides, I will give him Tony Stark's glasses. Yeah. Uh, he's like, here, you deserve these more. And of course, Beck's like, oh, no, Peter, are you sure? I don't, I couldn't possibly. And then he's like, yeah, I'm sure. Gives it to him. Peter Burger leaves. And that's when we find out Beck is not who we thought he was. He's, yeah. We're going to come back and talk about it because holy fuck, what well, the fuck? Even though I still think that the movie I mean, shitty. we had bad vibes from him. But, but I was uh, like, I, I called it. I, call, I called it when we were watching it. I was like, this guy's, this is not a good guy. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to find out what happened when we get back. Okay, we're back. So Peter Parker leaves back with the glasses and he's sort of like, you know, you know, metaphorically washing his hands of the responsibilities. Like I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. The world will be in better hands. And that is when we find out Beck is a former holographic illusions specialist at Stark Industries. And he got, got fired. His, 
for an unsustainable lifestyle. He was just a, a unstable cr- lifestyle. He's a, also unsustainable. As someone who's lived an unstable lifestyle, it is not sustainable for long periods of time. Uh, he was a fucking loose cannon at Stark Industries. Uh, and now he heads his own super team comprised of ex-Stark employees, which he... It's basically a bunch of disgruntled employees. Which, like, this is what we talked about today on the couch before we started recording this. Jake Gyllenhaal. Super hot. So hot. Too hot to have this much invested in revenge because of a career. Yeah. Thing. You cannot be a smoking hot nerd who got fired from his job and you're just a disgruntled former employee with a bunch of other disgruntled former employees. By the way, the, you can't have abs like that and be mad at the world. No, it's like, oh, okay, I got fired. More time for pussy or yeah, ass, whatever you like yeah, to fuck. Go get your dick wet. Put your dick in a few holes. You'll feel better. Yeah, like yeah. Your dick needs uh, to be occupying a space in a human orifice. Also, no one who looks like that is working at a place like Stark Industries. No. Guy that works like that doesn't develop no. the skills needed because he's just like, I'll be, I don't know, an actor. No, no, no. And, and 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 if you do work at a place like that, it's because you inherited it from your nerdy father. Tony Stark, we're looking at you. Howard gave you everything. Although Jess uh, did say that she... Uh, I think Howard Stark is hot. I mean, yeah, she wants Howard Stark to uh, dust her fucking puss with that stash. That little uh, 50s mustache. A little... Do a little... I mean, I'm not mad. The guy, the guy I recently met on, you know, in whatever, I met a man recently. She uh, met a man. I met a big man. He's a very big man. Oh, big man. He's a big, big man. Have you seen his wiener? No, I haven't seen his wiener yet. Ugh, what if it's not big? I'm going to be bummed. He is 6'4", 240 pounds. As someone who's been with that some 6'4 is... people, let me let you know, sometimes they come in with a real 5'2 dick. Oh, if he comes in with a 5'2 dick. Listen, I'm not saying little penises aren't great. But you're going to get inside of my pussy and you're going to be like... You could lose things in there. It's cavernous. Yeah. I still haven't found my last pair of glasses. Somebody said check the feet in our Patreon chat. Oh. Like, look at his feet. Was there, did he have big feet? Did you he notice? Does, he's huge. He's a oh. huge man. He's the big show. It's not the actual big show. He does, he uh, like he does acro yoga. He's like really into... So he could also maybe around. suck his own dick. Yeah, I don't even think about that. Oh my God, can you imagine? <sighs> Anyhow, so he has a mustache. With that said, let's keep going. Uh, so Beck has this whole group of employees and they're like, ha, 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 ha. And what we find out is they they're are- They're creating the elementals. The elementals aren't even real. They're using drones and with their fucking holographic weirdo fucking technology, they're creating these attacks. They're not real. Yeah. Nothing's even, it's a simulation. Yeah. So he's just fighting a fake monster to make himself- Look like the hero. And he's in one of those suits. You know those suits that you see people wear when they're doing, like, Smeagol? For um, uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Where he's wearing the suit that has the nodes on it that, like, you can create this Oh, yeah, he's in, monster. like, a very, like, VR. Yeah, he's he's not even flying through the air. No, he's just down on the ground, like, controlling shit. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And so what MJ establishes, MJ decides that Peter Parker is... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, which is like good for Peter Parker in terms of maybe getting some puss because how is Brad going to compete with Yeah. Him? She confronts him and is like, hey, I found this thing flying through the air. And Wait, they, uh, Spider-Man was... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, she basically lets him know like, I bet I know what's up. But yeah. Like, and then finally he's like, how did you know? And she's like, oh, I didn't totally know. 
but now I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she shows them this, that little piece of metal that went flying through the air when they were fighting the fire elemental. She's like, oh, I found this. And it turns out that's the projector. And they, like a little projector. they start to figure it out that the elementals are a projection. And Beck is a fucking fraud. But now Peter's like, I just gave this guy who for some reason is doing this really powerful technology. Those glasses are like, he could turn the world into a fucking simulation. Yeah. yeah. What in the fuck? So now Peter's like, well, got to solve this. He travels to Berlin to meet with Fury, mm-hmm. who turns out to not be fucking Fury. The, the Fury it's, he thought. He, it's, it's it's Beck doing an, allu- uh, an illusion it's of wild. Fury. Everything becomes like, I, this also got very mixed up for this, me. Yeah, this this kind of annoyed me. It felt it very was, convoluted. That they're just like, uh, every, is everything? Uh, this felt like a gimmick, by the way. It felt like, it felt like they, didn't, they didn't know how to make a good story. So they created this story that's just like, confusing because it's just inherently confusing and not it was I like a story that throws you off and keeps you guessing but this then just reveals com- the actual yeah. like solution but then this really just was very confusing it was throwing me off and I was wildly confused yeah Does, and did anyone else if you're in our patreon uh if you're in our live chat right now uh which you can be part of if you're part of our patreon at patreon.com slash filthy nerds if you're in there were was anyone else really confused in a way that was like not fun yeah no i mean frank in the chat is being like they're rushing the script michael was like the illusions the illusions fix story dead ends yeah it was like yeah oh if i just make it another illusion like instead of addressing different little loose ends of stuff they just fucking tie it up it was very strange because i was like okay at some point like what is illusion and what is not but we should be aware of it kind of it was fucking And then wild. all of a sudden he gets hit by a train to break the illusion. And I thought him getting hit by a train was also an illusion. I was like, what is going on? And then when I realized it wasn't, I was like, wait, what? How did, where was he that he got hit by a train? Yeah, where's this? I mean, Berlin, I guess. I don't know if I you've know, heard, but, but like, there are a lot of how trains. How did he get from they go through a certain point? I, but I don't know. He yeah, wakes up in there's, Auschwitz. There's a lot of- <laughs> And there's just a bunch of people exploring it. He's just like- if you look over here, they're just like doing the tours. I hate you so much. <laughs> he's like, how did uh, I get here? So funny. And he's he like, ah, I'm just kidding. A train of a time machine, which is an illusion. And now he's in the Holocaust. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal is actually a Jew. Okay, what I meant was that he was in current day Auschwitz and people were just on tours. I didn't mean he went back in time I mean, to the Holocaust. it would have been funny if he went back in time. And they would have been like, well, obviously you're one of the soldiers. You're, you're a strong, young, He's a white. strong Jew. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal for sure. Uh, uh, it's... So confusing. There turns out to be a fake Fury. Like, he is projecting the image of Fury and then Spider-Man tells fake Fury all the people that know that he's told about Beck's deception. And then, kablam, now, gotcha, bitch. I'm going to go kill all those people that know about this because we can't, like, have people Mm -hmm. knowing about this. And also, yet to, like, he just got hit by a train and... By the way, then the train ends up in the Netherlands. I just feel like a spider wouldn't survive getting hit by a train. I no. don't understand Spider-Man's strength. Neither do I. And here's here's a story, a part of the storyline that we didn't need this at all. It was just for a for a one one or two line joke. He ends up in the Netherlands. The Netherlands. And he ends up having to contact Happy to come get him out of the Netherlands. Why couldn't he have just been on a train to some other part of Germany? I don't know, because then you needed it. You needed a, a a gimmick to get Happy there to uh, get. Uh, I could, but then happy because he's like, I need to get ship. to London. Yeah, because he's because one thing that Parker learns is that he's going to London because the that's where the big elemental. There's going to be a big display and then of, and then uh, that's also where his his uh, friends are, and he's going to go kill his friends. Yeah. So <sighs> he's like, fuck, we need to happy get there. comes in some fucking crazy ass 
plane. Mm-hmm. It's filled with Stark has other suits in it, like other uh, Starks. Uh, and, then, and then Parker does this fucking nerdy Stark like shit and engineers he, like, himself a suit, like a super Spider, a super Spider Man suit, which was one of those things where it's like it establishes like, oh, OK, this is probably why Tony Stark was like, OK, you could be the next Stark you know, because I mean, you're he goes, a, like, he is a, a smart science, science nerdy kid. So it's like it makes the most sense out of anyone else because nobody else really among the Avengers, aside from the Hulk, which is like he's the Hulk. He's not yeah. going to fucking take over your job. Yeah. Too, uh, has that sort of science minded brain. Uh, but it's also just like, oh, there's just all this fancy fucking Stark technology right at the right moment. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Whatever. It was fun watching him do it. I'll be honest. I was like, oh, that yeah, was this kind is of a fun. shit. That was a fun. I like stuff. That like was that. a fun montage of him like coming Ooh, into his own starkness. And- yeah. His own starkness. His own starkness. Uh, He's very starky. Fuck. Very stark star- raving mad. Um. Anyway, so they're back in London, and, and is that where that phrase comes from? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, someone in our in our chat, please uh, look up the origin of the stark raving. The mad. line stark raving mad. Um. So Beck uses Edith. Now this is why Edith is a huge fucking problem. Since Beck has control over Edith, he has control over the entire drone, uh, system. drone system that has been built by Tony Stark, which is like fucking billions of drones. Like, this is heavy weaponry that was at Peter Parker's disposal and now is in the... Hands of a fucking nerd with abs. Yeah. An angry nerd with abs. Oh my God, he's a... He's a... um, uh, Uh, An incel? Incel. Thank you. You think incels have abs? Anywho, so... uh, So... Mysterio. He's creating the ultimate elemental... Which is earth, wind, and fire, disco funk. It's all the elements together. Yeah. Um, which he's going to be using to kill MJ and what other, other other friends. So he's basically like, I'm just going to have to kill all the friends. So he's going to make a big scenario point. that will kill people, but then also make him look like a suit. Like he's ready to, he wants to be known as a hero. Yeah. So he's like, if I create the fucking craziest, most deadly elemental and I rid the planet of it, I'm going to be a super fucking hero of all superheroes. So he's basically fake heroing. By the way, he was planning on doing this even before Peter Parker uh, what is, figured what out who he was. What personality disorder is this? Where you fa- or it's like a disease. Histrionic and narcissistic, say, probably. Is it histrionic where you, yeah. co- you create fake scenarios where you're the hero? Yeah, it, I think it's histrionic and narcissistic together. It's fucking one. wild. It's special. I should date him. Uh... So Peter Parker gets there uh, to stop what's going on. Yeah. And Peter Parker successfully does it. There's a lot of fucking cool shit that happens. My favorite thing is that Happy gets involved. Uh. And uh, they end up in the vault of the... uh, Some museum. The the Queen's Museum something. And he's like, get in the vault because the drones are chasing them. Yeah, and then there's just a bunch of drones outside the fucking And vault. there's a bunch of medieval, like, fighting stuff, <laughs> which is Mary, uh, MJ picks up this spiked club. Oh, yeah. Um, it was fucking... And I was just sitting there watching. I was like, first of all, that thing probably weighs, I don't know, 100 pounds. Second of all, that thing is so ancient and worth so much money, and they're just in the vault of the queen. And I was just like, this is... As an art nerd, I was like, oh, this is fucking... You were dorking out. Oh, I was completely dorking out. I was like, oh, I would love to, like, play with medieval fucking... Oh, so Fighting tools. Are you kidding? Um, Anyhow, so Peter... He briefly exposes the drones, and he does end up... I mean, there's, like, a fake him winning, and then, like, he realizes it's still an illusion, and he has to, like, fight off... 
because he, he's like seeing something, but like what's really there's really a drone pointed at his head. It's really yeah. fucking And then he has to use his, his his Peter Spidey tingle. Senses. His Peter tingle. His oh, Peter tingle. Which is a thing yeah. uh, Happy had called it. His, and, his, his mom, his aunt, his, mom aunt his, his aunt always called it. And then he, and was, he was like, like so embarrassed about it. But then he's like, then, okay, use your Peter tingle. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so, so he's like, all right, Peter tingle. So his Peter tingle ends up saving him. Um, but then we see this quick scene where Beck's one, one of Beck's assistants um, uh, escapes with data from the event. Yeah, because Beck dies. One of the uh, the drones f- fires on him. But yeah, Beck's assistant takes the the info, and Peter mm-hmm. just like goes back to New York City, where he's like, "I'm just gonna live my life as a fun teenager. Uh, I'm dating MJ now." Yeah, ba da Um, and then uh, and that's that kind of the end movie of it. actually ends. And then there's a mid credit scene which really fucks shit up because he's he's on a date with MJ and they're winding they're, it down. They're wait, they're on. He's on a date with MJ. They're flying through. He's oh yeah, he like shows her. He, show, takes her he picks her up and like flies her through New York City, which mm-hmm. like how fucking wild. The, you know what? The CGI on that was so much fun. How could they not have done better with the CGI with all the other stuff? With the rest of it. Like, I cannot believe how much they cut corners. Like, there's this whole war about Sony uh, and Marvel, like, Universal, like, fighting over Spider-Man. But it's like, the Sony movies fucking... I don't know if this this was Sony, right? Yeah, they fucking suck. Suck. Terrible. Like, do a good job if you're going to keep the fucking IP. So they are coming to, like, a close. Like, oh, they just did all these you know, flying through the air. So they like stopped on the ground, like taking a breath. And then all of a sudden there's a breaking news bulletin, like giant screens everywhere in New York on all of the fucking news alert screens, which is wild. They release leaked footage of the late Quinton Beck in which Beck says that Spider-Man murdered him and he is the one who ordered the deaths of many others because of the drones. And then he reveals that Peter Parker Parker is your neighborhood Spider-Man. So now Peter Parker's cover has been blown. Yeah. And he's also... Yeah, everyone's going to think he's a fucking mass murderer. Um, and then in the post-credits, there's another post-credits scene. This was fucking amazing. We learned that Nick Fury and Maria Hill are shape-shifting alien scrolls, Talos and Soren in disguise. Yeah, Talos so they contacts were the real the Fury, time. who is out uh, commanding a ship of the scrolls and tells them the unexpected troubles they've had in stopping the elementals. Like, here's what's up. Which is why... What's crazy is that this guy... Beck had created technology so powerful that no one even had a sniff that it was fake. Like that they're like, this is something we've never seen before. And yeah. they're like sending people back or like, it's just like, oh, great. Not, no, no one is smart enough to have figured this out. It, it took a whoopsie daisy. This whole movie was just a really big fucking bummer for me. Um, there were moments in it that were fun. I loved the individual cast members that we're used to yes. seeing, you know, well, I mean, yes. Spider-Man, Happy. MJ. I love his best uh, friend, Oh, I Ned. love his best I, By the way, I love that his best friend, Ned, had got to have like a, a love storyline in it. That was fun. And at the end, they broke up because that's what adults do. That was really, that was really funny too when it's like, it's supposed to be two bachelors in Europe and he's like, that's boy talk, Peter. Yeah. The beginning. I'm a we're, man now. We're mature. Um, but yeah, that was, that was really cute. Um, I, I really just Jake Gyllenhaal should not have been in this. No, at all. he's he like, should not have been cast in this. I, I I'm trying to think. Who are we thinking about? Paul Giamatti could have been a better casting, but then it would have been like, hey, that, that guy's jerking off on the elementals. I just feel like he, we, we were like he's always he's too creepy. creepy of a bad guy. Um, if you can think of you someone know what who you I would, think a lot of the people I think casting. of are already in the franchise as superheroes. Like yeah. I think like Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch would have been a cool villain. But he's Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, he's Doctor Strange. Like um, Michael Fassbender. Uh, isn't he already in it at one point? Is he in it at something? But yeah, I, I mean, Paul Giamatti. What a, what a 
What a good one. Oh, wait, Dennis Leary. Magneto. Okay. Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary is old enough. I think it would have should have taken someone who's older. What if it was Larry King? <laughs> oh, he's dead, amazing. Just, he it's dead? his corpse. Dead, right? We just fucking, we can burn yeah. him for the whole movie. <laughs> That's so, yeah, I'm was like, dead who is a classic? Yeah, dead I'm trying to think the most recent villain. John in a movie Cusack? I, I don't even know. I mean, that could have been better. But like Jake Gyllenhaal was like too young. Jim too Carrey. Hot. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Is he too been... famous as the Riddler? Yeah, too famous as the Riddler. It's so long ago, but he would have been like so good. He would be a great villain. Yeah. Because he's Tom so Cruise. No. no. No, it'd have to be someone like sp- I fiction I feel like the character should have been like more spindly and nerdy looking. Yeah. Um uh Thomas Middleditch. No. Wait, is he too hot? Who, if you, you know, if you have any idea, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, actually. That would have been great. That would have been really good. But also would have made it like literally the greatest movie of all time ever because Daniel Day-Lewis, anything he does. He's so fucking incredible. Um, Anywho, you guys. Uh, anyway. We're going to uh, take a break. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. This is an, a long episode. We're going to come back. Instead of doing a separate episode, we're going to just do a phase three wrap up at the end of this one. Perfect. All right. We'll be right back. We are back. Phase three is officially done. It's oeuvre. We finished it. Over in French? Oeuvre? Oeuvre. Oeuvre. That's open. Oh, oh, that's open. Open. Fini. Fini. We. Over. Say fini. Say fini. Uh, so phase, phase three, phase three. We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the movies real quick, and then we'll we'll touch on the ones we loved and the ones we hated. Captain America: Civil War, Doctor Strange, uh, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity Wars, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home. All in all, uh, all of them were pretty fucking fantastic. I mean, if it's fucking Marvel crushes it, I was, like, as we said before, kind of disappointed with the Spider-Man. I feel like Spider-Man is not my favorite either. I love anything Paul Rudd does, though. Did you see he's the sexiest man alive? People's sexiest man alive is Paul Rudd. Really? Yeah. Called it. I didn't call it like out loud, but in my mind, he is. A Did you say called it? Yeah. I thought you said Paul did. Paul did. Paul rudded it. Paul did me. Paul Rudd can oh, me make Paul, love. I'll, I would watch Paul just butt oh, fuck you. Just That's turn gross. into an ant and crawl all over my body. Oh, <sighs> crawl on my butt. Make it itch. I don't know why I said that. Just crawl in your butt and find the G spot and just be like, beep, 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 beep. He could. I mean, that's the only the way butt, a man could ever is really the, find it. What's is that, if that he called? The B spot? I don't know the B spot. Mm. Uh, for me, it's the D spot. Doctor Strange, still, I think my favorite. I yeah, I think Doctor Strange, pretty fucking incredible. Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange would definitely be my top. Um, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Black Panther was amazing. Black Panther was amazing. Thor Ragnarok, fucking. Oh, Ragnarok, so good. Fuck everyone in the chat is like Ragnarok. Oh yeah, how could I? It's so hard to choose. That's like phase three really was top to bottom one of the best phases. It. It was incredible. Uh, it ended on a terrible note with Spider-Man Far From Home. Frankly, we should have just ended on Endgame and left Spider-Man Far From Home in the dust. But well, how could we have not ended on Endgame? I just don't understand that. It does. It, it makes me so mad. Whatever. Live and learn and regret everything. It's fucking Disney needed money. Somebody oh, is that <laughs> what it is? That Spider-Man's just fucking got trash. the short into the stick. The way throughout all the different movies they weave things together or bring things back. Yes. I like when characters pop in and out. Um, but yeah, I love uh, the characters that Captain Marvel brought into the... Into the whole Into world. the Marvel world. It's, I mean, she's a G. 
She's amazing. And then Avengers Endgame, I just, I was fine. I was just saying, Avengers Endgame is the only one that felt like the character uh, cameos were forced. Yeah, that was just like, let's get everybody in here. They did a very good job with the rest of them of being like, oh shit, this person's here now, but it made sense. Yeah. It, It like moved the plot line. Yeah. I'm bummed Tony Stark's dead. Yeah, that's... Uh, Captain America's gone. Yeah. Oh, he's like... Because he got old. Uh-huh. And then they left the... Uh, he uh, left his shield. And then what's her face? Um, Scarlett Johansson. Why am I blanking? Black Widow. Black Widow. Natasha. She's, she's dead, supposedly, or left in a... She's dead because she died for the soul stone. And then Black Widow, I believe, is a, a, about her life before. I believe. It's like I don't what, know. How she was created. Yeah. We're going to find yes. out because yes, we are doing phase four on phase Patreon four. only. Oh, I can't wait for it. It we, will not start we, until next year. Yeah, we're taking, taking we're taking a hiatus for the rest of the year because Jess and I have uh, a million things going on. And as you ha- are probably know, we've been very scattered with our releases. So we're really trying to uh, uh, get through the rest of the year with our mental Live, health yeah. and physical health intact. Which is a constant struggle. Constant struggle. Um Jess and I, before this, we, before we recorded this episode, we're literally talking about how to be mindful about our social media posting. Yeah, like, it's a fucking po- nightmare. Like, like just shit the, that we don't want to have to think about. Yeah, like like we want to be as efficient as possible with all the crap we have to expose ourselves to with social media. Like we have to do it. It's part of our fucking job. We don't want to do it. We yeah. don't like doing it, but it's like hell. we have to do it. So it's like, you know, l- Jess and I are going to get our shit together. Uh, w- will we ever really have it together? No, because no, life's never. a journey, not a destination. Yeah. Um, and we're flying by the seat of our pants or our lack of pants. Our lack of pants. Day. I mean, it's truly our lack of pants. Um, but uh, if you want to be involved in the episodes for phase four, if you want to do live watches with us, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds, though we are coming to a hiatus completely for episodes. Probably going to do a couple random movie watches, a holiday yeah. movie watch. Yeah. We're also planning our big Universal Studios trip. If you want to be involved, you want to come to that. It's so, it's like a group of fucking people who love a podcast, who love, you know, reading and watching movies, all going to, to this fucking park together. So get over there to get the details. And uh, to support us, give us a fucking $5 a month and you'll be able to get. Yeah, $5 all a month and you and get more. so much fun stuff. You get us. Yeah. We're worth it. I, yeah, for just five dollars a month, you can support two filthy nerds <laughs> and their journey through not dying. Is that what we're doing? Is that where we just is? Is everything just a is, trying to stay alive? I don't even know. What I'm trying to stay alive. It's just no. trying to like stay. Well, we all know you're horny for death. Stay occupied until death finally comes for me. Ah, talk to, keep keep talk, myself talk, busy talk. till death comes a knocking. All right, what do you got over there? You got? Do you have the list of? I have Phase Four pulled up, so we're gonna. Okay. Uh, we've got Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. These are all the movies, um, as well uh, that are out, but are also coming out. Like that one's not out. Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh my God, there's another Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Fantastic Four, Blade. They don't have dates for those. Plus the TV series. We're going to have to figure out how we're intertwining these. WandaVision, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that's that'll pick up, you know, where Captain America left off. Now the Falcon will be, be with Bucky. Loki. Um, what if? What's that? That's the animated one. Oh, I, I, I hate animated shit. Well, 
Like I can't, I can't, unless Let it's ask, really fucking chat, good. Uh, in the chat, they're saying it's really good. Does it also involve the plot line or is it like a separate thing? Because we may put that off and do that later. Ross does some voices for it. Though. Okay, well now I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, we have Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel. Oh, hello. Fucking... I read that as Miss Maisel and I'm like, oh no, what's happening? Oh no. Um, Alternate plot line. Moon Knight, okay. She-Hulk. All, all of these in four, this ha- feels like it should be in multiple I think things. these are just the future, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, because those are all TBA. But uh, we got a, we had a bunch of stuff to fucking watch. Well, I'm fucking pumped for all this. I'm pumped. I'm super, super pumped for WandaVision. I got to say, I think that's my number one thing that I'm most excited for. It's going to be great. Also, just seeing the last time we saw, not the last time, one of the last times we saw Wanda and Vision together, they were in Edinburgh. <laughs> I just want to go Ugh. to Edinburgh so bad. Uh, I'm so excited for all of these. There's so much fun to come. Join us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Two Filthy Nerds. It'll be worth it. $5 a month, you guys. Yeah. It'll be the best $5 a month you've ever spent. What uh, else are you spending $5 a month on? And you're getting full access to fun entertainment, opinions, Good opinions, bad opinions, funny opinions, gross information. Opinions. It's just like a great community too. The people who are always in the live chats. It's a fun group of of, uh, of nerds. Of fun. It's a real herd of nerds. The nerd herd. Listen, you guys. I think that's it for us. Yeah. Uh, leave a rating and a review. Subscribe, even though you need to come over to Patreon to hear all the good stuff in the future. But enjoy your holidays wherever you are. Uh, you know. Um, here's one thing I want everyone to do. Just because uh, we didn't really have holidays last year. They were kind of canceled. Share with us. um, Tweet to us. Yeah, you know, tag us on Instagram, whatever. Um, Pictures of your holiday. Um, If you're with your family, share those. I want to see what everybody's doing because I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere. What's your food? What is the dish you like? What's the thing? The food. Oh, Oh, yeah. Tag us in your Thanksgiving food pictures. Oh, do you remember last year for uh, for Christmas? I was stuck inside with COVID and you guys went over to... Katie's and Josh's and then you guys brought me food and then we had to FaceTime for dinner because yes because you had COVID because I have COVID and I couldn't go anywhere it was a COVID um, Christmas it was a COVID Christmas so you know if you're going home to your family I want to I want to see you know I know I make fun of people who wear matching pajamas but if you do matching pajamas with your family uh, send me a picture so I can show us make fun of it yeah uh, and have fun have a happy holiday and we will uh, we'll be back in 2022 See you guys then. Bye, nerds. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.